Hi friends, I'm Katie Brinkley and you're listening to Rocky Mountain Marketing. With nearly two decades helping business owners, consultants, and coaches with their digital marketing, I know that social media can be an incredible tool to grow your business when you know how to do it the right way. And that's what we're going to do today. I teach you how to navigate the world of entrepreneurship and digital marketing, and hopefully you'll grow your business with a few great tips you wouldn't have known otherwise, and maybe even discover a great local business you love. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. I'm sitting down with somebody that I've actually never seen in Colorado. I've only seen her out of state at different conferences, at different events. Most recently, it was in the small town of Lima, Ohio, where she and I spoke at Jessica Phillips' amazing event, Social Media Week. I've seen our guests speak on stage, I want to say maybe five times now. Every time she takes the stage, she just delivers so much value, so much knowledge, and she's one of my favorite people to follow on LinkedIn. Yes, folks, we are talking about LinkedIn today. Those of you who are regular listeners of the show, you know how much I love LinkedIn. It is just like Facebook 2014. The algorithm still loves us. And there are ways for us to get out in front of new audiences without having to pay a ton of money. And Vivica, she is the guest today, Vivica Von Rosen. She is a wealth of knowledge for all things LinkedIn and the author of several business and fiction books. That is a a new tip that I had no idea that you were a fiction author as well. Vivica's personal mission is to enable knowledge workers everywhere with the tools and time they need to be more successful in what they're doing and what they are passionate about. She's a, a true Colorado gal at heart because when she's not diving or hang gliding or hiking Colorado trails or skiing, being anywhere without cell phone reception, you can find her on stage talking LinkedIn. So Vivica, thank you so much for joining me on Rocky Mountain Marketing today. I'm so thankful that you are here. I am so grateful. I can't believe, I'm like, oh my gosh, Rocky Mountain Mar- like. Why have we not done this before, but I'm so glad we're doing it now. Me too. It's so funny because we have a a shared friend, Subi Zimmerman, and Sue's been on the show a couple times now, as has Morgan. Every time I'm off, she's like, you need to get Viv on your show, Katie. I was like, I know I do need to get her. And then I just forget about it. I'm so glad that we were able to make time today to talk a little LinkedIn, because I still think that LinkedIn, a lot of people just feel like it has a bad rap. They're like, oh, And I mean, I love my husband, but he is one of those people where I'm like, you should be on LinkedIn. I think he'd really like it. He's like, I'm not looking for a new job. I'm like, I know. No, 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 no. Like, I think you should still be on it. (laughs) (laughs) I know. And it still has that reputation. 20, was it 25 years later? It still has that reputation of just being where people go to get jobs. Well, let's dive into that a little bit. Why LinkedIn? Why did you decide to have this be your platform where you are, I mean, you've been helping people for years on LinkedIn and trying to kind of change that idea that it is just a platform for people that want to get a new job. I mean, it also is that, but it's so much more. Yeah, it's so much more. I found out about LinkedIn, started using LinkedIn almost 20 years ago. So A, there were no other social media platforms at the time. LinkedIn was the only one. And then Facebook popped up soon after for general consumption. It was available, obviously, as a university tool. So A, there wasn't anything else out there. B, I was in the B2B world. So it made sense to be on LinkedIn as opposed to, you know, Facebook. And then there were like 50 other ones. And then Twitter, which is now X. Anyway, we won't even get into that, but it just, it seemed like 
a logical place for me to advertise my business, which at the time was a co-working, co-share co-working space. And so, you know, we had B2B people. It was all about networking. I thought, oh, this is cool. There's, I think there was 12 million people on LinkedIn at the time. We did have a somewhat virtual aspect to our company. So it was like, oh, wow, there's 12 million people who could potentially use our services. Needless to say, it's grown just a bit since then. I stuck with it just because it always made sense for where I was. And then I got the handles LinkedIn expert on most of the socials. And so then I kind of had to stick with it because I had to prove that it was true. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but just like Sue, she's an Instagram expert and yep. kind of got to stick with those. So if you yeah, get the exactly. handles for By sure. By the way, I got her that handle <laughs> on LinkedIn. That's, on LinkedIn. So, that's news to me. I had no yeah, idea. Yeah, she and I that. were working on her LinkedIn profile and I'm like, have you customized your URL, URL yet? And she hadn't. That, now, mind you, this is, this is at least 10 or 12 years ago. But you said for B2B, which is what you're mostly focused in on. Yeah. This was, it made sense. Yeah. So is it still just a B2B marketplace or are there opportunities for personal branding over on LinkedIn? I use my personal LinkedIn page. I, I've set up as a digital creator, but I use yeah. that way more than I do a business page. Yeah, 100%. The women, the, the people that I work with who are you know shifting their brand or they might be moving from corporate into entrepreneurship. I love LinkedIn because you can do a complete rebrand there. It's going to get some Google juice whether you do a company page or not, eventually you should, but whether you do a company page or not, you can do that whole rebrand. You can start sharing your message. You can start showcasing your expertise. It doesn't cost anything and you can literally do it within a matter of hours. So it's a great first place when you're making that shift. Or of course, if you've already got a very established business, you want to make sure that your LinkedIn profile reflects that as well. But um, I just love it because it is kind of instantaneous and instantaneous to your audience, whether it's B2B or B2C. So if you were saying to Google Juice, and I think that that definitely piqued my interest. <laughs> and I know that we're all, you know, there's all these different ways of being found right now. And you're talking Google with LinkedIn. Yes. Tell yes. us what you mean by that. Yeah. So when you customize your LinkedIn URL, top right hand corner of your um, profile page, You can customize it to your name, to your area of expertise. Now, these links, like any social media link, are unique. So, you know, LinkedIn experts taken, folks. But it really can help you get found on Google. So if someone is looking for a podcasting expert or someone's looking for a marketing expert or someone's looking for a marketing expert, Colorado, right? Um, You can customize your URL and that actually makes you more findable, on Google. And then of course, once they click through, they'll go right to LinkedIn. So that's the link that has the most Google juice on LinkedIn. But honestly, I find my articles showing up on Google when I'm looking for something or playing around and doing searches. I'll find my articles, my LinkedIn articles popping up. I'm like, okay, so that's good. That's driving traffic there as well. I think that we all want to have more traffic. Yeah, let's be real, especially if we're using any part of social media or digital aspect for our marketing purposes. I love social media for free marketing. I come from radio and uh, TV. I remember doing media buys for billboards and, you know, doing media buys for the newspaper. And with those, you're just hoping that the right person happens to drive on by and, and be looking up at your billboard. Exactly. But with social media, you have the opportunity to talk directly to your 
target audience, put the message out there that you want to be known for. And it's where you really have to have a robust strategy for how you're showing up on these platforms. If someone's looking to start using LinkedIn more Mm -hmm. for their business and for maybe their personal brand, even we talked about changing just the URL. Like mine, mine just says my name, Katie Brinkley. And it's interesting because if you Google Katie Brinkley, I think it's number one. And then number two is actually katiebrinkley.com, which I'm like, hmm, I don't know how I feel about that. I know. But but with creating this strategy, you're saying you're putting out articles and stuff. How do you approach or or kind of coach someone through how they should show up when they're just getting started on LinkedIn? Should they start with the URL and then like optimizing their profile? Should they be publishing articles? What is a good strategy for someone that's looking for using LinkedIn for their business? Yeah. So I think we really have six phases. So first is mindset. If you're not committed to doing it, it's not going to happen. My first book from, from Wiley was LinkedIn marketing an hour a day. Oh my God. That's the worst title ever because who had an hour a day back in 2010 for LinkedIn? I barely had an hour a day for LinkedIn and I'm not asking you to commit an hour a day, but do get in the mindset and do be committed to at least 10 to 15 minutes a day in order to drive your business. That's number one is just mindset, commit. Number two is branding. The reason we suggest doing branding first is before you do any outreach, you want to make sure that you look good because the last thing you want to do is reach out to somebody on LinkedIn and then they come and look at your profile and they're like, oh God, no. So, you know, you want to make sure that you look good. And then it's about engaging because similarly, you don't want someone to go to your look to your profile and it looks just like a resume and they're kind of like, but they're not active. Why would I engage with this person? I don't see any expertise here. I don't see any thought leadership here. I don't see any branding here. We recommend that you kind of start engaging and sharing content and then you start to reach out and find the right people and connect with the people. But that's not like until stage four, right? And you continue to feed them with content and then you pull it all together in a cadence. So to back up, after you've got the mindset, yeah, you want to work on your LinkedIn profile. While yes, at some point you should do your entire profile, I recommend kind of above the fold, which is the URL, which we talked about, grab your name if you can, or some version of your name, or if you're using Twitter, or, or you've got a, like our friend fans. So just if you've got something that is unique to you that people know you by, see if you can get that as your URL, because that will really bump you up in, in Google search. Then things like background images. Why would you waste that beautiful space, <laughs> which is perfect branding, which could potentially be seen by is it like 900 million people on LinkedIn now? I mean, 900 million people are not going to see your profile, but potentially they could, (laughs) right? They could. So you've got this really nice banner area. Why wouldn't you use that? The video, unfortunately, the profile video is going away probably by the time this airs. So we won't talk about that, but there is uh, name recognition, which you can only access through your mobile device. But you can actually give someone like a 10 second elevator speech because even my name, which is Vivica Von Rosen, that doesn't take 10 seconds to say, right? So it's like, hey, this is Vivica Von Rosen helping you create stronger, better brand on LinkedIn or whatever. But you've got 10 seconds and then people can hear your voice and that really humanizes your LinkedIn profile, I think. Plus they can learn how to say your name correctly if you've got a difficult name like mine. 
I have friends who still call me Viveka. I'm like, oh my God, seriously? And then you've got your headline, which is 220 characters, which is not a lot, but you can kind of start to pull it all together. You can have your tagline in your background image, and then you can mention it again, you know, type less, work more, whatever it is. You can have that in your tagline. You can have it in as a tagline in your background image. You can have it in your 220 character intro. You can have it in that voice intro that I was talking about. So it all begins to pull together. And then, and we're still like, we're, we're barely below the, the top of the page here. And then if you're on creator mode on LinkedIn, it's just a different function for those of us who are marketers, creators, podcasters, writers, authors, speakers, et cetera, et cetera. If you create content, I would recommend turning creator mode on because it allows you to create a, a customized hyperlink, again, right in that kind of top of the fold area. And then, of course, you want to add some of your content that you are creating into the featured section. That's all above the fold. Mm-hmm. And it probably would take you less time to do it than it took me to talk about it. That's so much. <laughs> no, it, yeah. you, everything yeah. that you just told us was above the fold. That's, that's before all about the anybody, fold. That's yeah. before anyone even gets to the, what is it called? About me section. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's before the about me, the experience, the skills, all that stuff. All of that. Yeah. This is where so many people just feel like LinkedIn is is missing yeah. for them. They're like, well, wait a second. No, no, no. I have to make sure all of this is filled out and it should be have, it is my resume, but yeah. everything that you said is going to attract your ideal client and customer yeah. to your page. It's going to tell them exactly what you do. Yeah. It's going to tell them why they should trust you. You're yeah. going to be able to send traffic to your website. They're going to be able to hear you speak. And yeah. depending on people's servers and, and where they're at with yeah. the LinkedIn update, they might be able to even see you. All yeah, of that exactly. before they All even scroll. Before they even scroll. And I actually want to um, thank you for bringing that up because yes, it's a resume, but what we always say is like, you want it to be a resource, not a resume. You actually want your LinkedIn profile to be focused on your audience, on their needs, on their wants, on their points of pain, on their struggles, on their desires, right? Whatever it is that you offer, whatever service you offer, whatever product you offer, if you're a recruiter, right, you're still speaking to an audience. So your headline, your background image, everything I just mentioned, you really do want to like, who do I help? What's their point of pain? And how do I help them? That Those are the three questions you want to answer throughout your entire LinkedIn profile. If someone's listening right now and they're saying, yeah, this all sounds amazing, but I'm the CEO of my business. Yeah. I'm not really creating content. I've got a marketing team that, or I've got salespeople, like I'm the CEO. Yeah. Why should I do all these things that you just mentioned? Right, exactly. There's actually a, a couple answers to that. Old school CEOs, I totally get where that's coming from. And I, you know, back when LinkedIn started 2003, 2004, sure, you're an untouchable. Everything has changed. Everything has changed significantly since then. So if you're a CEO that's like, I'm in too, too important to engage with my community and with my network and with my audience, you're hurting. Your- Get with the times. Get with the times. Come on, people. <laughs> uh, you know, you are a CEO and your time is very important. So, of course, you don't have to do all of this yourself. Yes, if you have a marketing department, share their content. 
we used to offer, well, we still do offer, although we still will do your LinkedIn profile for you if you'd like. However, one of the offers today is we've got an ebook about LinkedIn and ChatGPT. And honestly, if you feed ChatGPT with enough information and then ask it the questions that we have in the ebook, it will write your LinkedIn profile for you. So other than the background image, which you'll have to go to your marketing department to get or go to a graphic artist somewhere to get, ChatGPT probably would do as good a job as we would with the right prompt. I don't accept that as an excuse anymore. I don't have time. Now, as far as sharing content, again, you've got a marketing department. It is better if you do it yourself. And LinkedIn really doesn't want you going in and having a VA or someone share content. But LinkedIn's algorithm you really should be only sharing once a day anyway. So have your VA, have your assistant, have your marketing team, whatever, have someone share content once a day for you. And then keep an eye on your inbox. Um, and again, you can delegate the messages that come in, but you know, keep an eye on that inbox. Yes, it'll mostly be spam, but once in a while you can find a buying question in there and move that on to your marketing department or your sales department. I definitely feel like LinkedIn has got a terrible inbox DM spam problem right now. It's starting to happen over on Facebook too. I'm starting to get a lot of those too, but I think that there is magic that happens in the DMs and that's how I've met so many great connections was really just by connecting with people in the DMs on LinkedIn, having conversations with them and not showing up and being like, Hey, you need someone to do your social media. Hey, buy my stuff. You don't know me. Come buy my stuff. I don't know. I might as well just walk up to somebody and throw my business card at them and walk away because that is about as good as it is. If someone just shows up in your DMS and tries to pitch to you. But I think that the DMS, all you have time for or all the capacity that you want to have for your business is just checking the DMS and then having your team go in and help you. Yeah. Uh, with creating the content, you talked sharing content, you talked about just commenting back. And I said yeah. this with your intro, like LinkedIn, I, it reminds me of Facebook nearly mm-hmm. a decade ago, where I can like your, your post, Vivica, I yeah. can like your post yep. and my followers will see it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, it, it's amazing. If you create the content and you create content that people want to engage with, it's going to help you get seen more. Yeah. And yeah, with, without having to spend a whole bunch of money on paid ads. That's right. And again, we've got chat GPT or whatever chat tool you want to use, whatever AI tool you want to use. But I mean, anymore, I grab a link to our blog post. I put it into chat GPT. I've got chat GPT for, you know, I use web link as Mm -hmm. a a plugin read and I've got everything seasoned as our friend yep. Jordash Johnson says, right? I've got everything seasoned. So it knows my buyer personas. I go in there and I'm like, write a LinkedIn post, pull out three cool tips from this article. And then we use what we call our PVC. So it's personalized to my buyer persona, add something of value, which is the link itself, of course, and then add some calls to action and then add relevant hashtags. Yeah. And it'll write it. It writes it for me. I go in and, and put my voice into it and clean it up maybe a little bit. It might take one or two minutes and boom, done. I'm done for the day. Yes. I'm done for the day as far as posting on LinkedIn. That alone used to take 10 or 15 minutes. So there's no excuse anymore not to use LinkedIn. There isn't, you know? I, I 100% agree. And I definitely feel like 2023 has been the year of AI. You know, oh a year ago, I wasn't using any AI tools. Right. No, and, same. I mean, like none, zero, zip, zilch. Yeah. And 
now. There's ChatGPT, there's Bard, yep. there's Claude, yep. but there's still copy.ai and Jasper. There's so yeah. many tools out there to help you. Yep. Even LinkedIn has tried to incorporate their own AI tool. Well, that answers my question on that. So what do you think on the LinkedIn AI tool? <laughs> I mean, bless its precious heart. I think it will get better. I don't know why it's so bad. I noticed I didn't have it the other day. So I wonder if they pulled it. You had to put so much into the prompt and then the result was less than the prompt and it was just so bad. But I think it will improve. I, I 100% think it will improve. They probably just launched it because they were like, AI, AI, we got to get AI out there. There are plenty of great third-party tools. There's one called Merlin AI, which I really like. There's, of course, just going into chat GPT. There's Chrome extensions. Fly Message, our auto text expander, we're actually adding in something called FlyWrite. So we're going to have, but we decided to wait until it actually worked. Yeah. <laughs> And you keep mentioning using ChatGPT and these yeah. different prompts and an ebook. Let's talk about this really fast because yeah. I think that if you have the right prompts, it yeah. makes it very easy. Like you said that you have your ChatGPT seasoned. It is a new option, new shopped-in option where you can season it yeah. uh, in the settings, but you made it sound like you're just going in every single time saying, here's this blog, you know me. Hey, ChatGPT, yeah. let's yeah. do this. Here you go. And then it's giving you these posts. Is this like an ebook with like all the prompts on so that I could do that? Yeah, absolutely. It has prompts on your profile. It has prompts on content to share as an update. It has prompts for inviting people to connect on LinkedIn. We've got like, here we go. Here's a prompt. I'm just scrolling through it right now. I'm planning to start a LinkedIn blog. Can you help me brainstorm ideas for blog posts that showcase my thought leadership in put your industry or field or, or industry? I want to create a video series on LinkedIn. Can you assist me in outlining topics and key points to cover? That's just for getting ideas. And then I'm planning on writing a newsletter in marketing. Can you help me brainstorm ideas and outline key points and provide insights to make it engaging and informative? And like I said, I've already seasoned the pan. It already knows who my audience is. But let's just say you're doing this for your boss. So you've seasoned the pan with your own, your own being and your own buyer persona, but you're doing this for somebody else. Right in the prompt, you can say, and my audience is B2B sales leaders. Even if you don't season the pan, it can write something very, very powerful for you. It's not that you're going to just copy and paste it as it yeah. is you'll still want to go in there. And that's what differentiates ChatGPT from marketing professionals and copywriters and writers out there is in order for it to be good, we still need that human touch. We still need to go in there and play around and put in our voice, but it takes care of 90% of the work, yeah. which I really, really like. <laughs> well, and I think that too, one of the most important things to keep in mind is that you have to have a seasoned ChatGPT yeah. bot. Yeah. And Anne Hanley said this, yeah. I think on LinkedIn, it, it, she's an amazing writer. Amazing writer. Yeah. So good. Even she's using ChatGPT yeah. and AI yeah. tools. She said, yeah. to think of it as the robot on your shoulder, That's right. not at the keyboard. That's and exactly so it. Yeah. A robot can help talk to us, but yeah. we're the ones that are still going to have to go in there and just make those small tweaks. Be like, yeah. I don't know if I really ever say attention entrepreneurs, if that's really how I like approach my audience or use the word unlock the new, like unlock. Anytime I see unlock in a social media post, I'm like a chat GPT wrote this because nobody exactly. does unlock. It really <laughs> likes unlocking things. Yeah. Yes, it does. <laughs> I'm cracking up because the title of ours is unlocking the power chat GPT prompts oh. for LinkedIn. 
<laughs> no, but you're 100% right. Guess what? <laughs> Understand, I wrote this ebook six months ago. So everything with a grain of salt. But yeah, as soon as you said that, I'm like, ah. Well, no, it's 100% true. You it, definitely want to go in and clean it up a little. There's no excuses to not no, be no, no. optimizing your time on these yeah. platforms anymore. With what you and I do with helping people with their social media, like yeah. helping create the content, helping with the Game profiles. Changer. And yes, honestly, a lot of the stuff that ChatGPT is pushing out is stuff that I could be helping with yeah. too. Now I can focus on the bigger picture things. Now that we have these things Strategy. done- Yes. Yeah. Now I can do the strategy and yeah. make sure that you see the results because exactly. LinkedIn isn't just that online resume anymore. Right. Right. Exactly. It, yeah. 100%. I'm loving it. I was in a mastermind a couple of weeks ago and, you know, we normally I just take notes and whatever, but as people were talking, I was seasoning the pan for them. And then when they came up with their question, I need to write an, an email template. I need to write a webinar sales page. I need to outline a webinar on. Let's just see what happens. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. I have the answer for you. <laughs> you know, and of course they have to tweak it. But mm -hmm. all of that doldrum stuff that we just hate doing, it just does it for you. Here's the thing. I am a horrible typist. Horrible, horrible, horrible. I cannot write a sentence without it being filled with errors because I'm just a terrible keyboardist. I can't. I'm just horrible, horrible, horrible. I don't have to worry about that. I mean, yeah. you can tell you can tell the areas that I've tweaked on my content because it's the areas that have spelling mistakes. With this world of AI, there's something to be said about still being able to put that human touch in there. Simple things like adding in your voice uh, to your profile picture, Yeah, going live. I've been trying to go live on LinkedIn once a week now. And, yeah. and it still reminds me of Facebook like 10 years ago where I people know, get notified that I'm going live. And I'm like, hey, this is great. People are getting notified. I think yeah. there's still ways that we can incorporate yeah. us into our messaging. So we're not just talking to computers anymore. We all think that we're just talking to computers and no one's actually creating the content. I feel like people aren't going to want to be on social media as much. Maybe final tip from you here, as people decide they want to start using LinkedIn, you gave us all those above the fold, great tips, yep. how we can use ChatGPT for creating more content, even like enhancing the content that we already have. Yeah. What's your final kind of tip for people here? to CEO or marketing department, whoever they are that yep. encourage them to spend more time on LinkedIn. Well, you said the magic's in the DM and we've been talking about ChatGPT and the robots. One of the features I really like about LinkedIn is it's much easier to do on your mobile device is you can leave voicemails or videos. And as well, actually there are tools where you could do that too with, with AI, but let's just, let's just hit the easy button. Reaching out to people through the DMs, through a voicemail or through a video is going to differentiate you from everybody else. And it's not as clearly automated and, and don't automate it. Mm -hmm. That's really what's given LinkedIn such a bad reputation is there's all these lead generation automation tools. If you want a great lead, just yeah. like this, I'm like, this is a sucky lead. I don't want it. No, thank you. Plus also LinkedIn, if they find out you're automating your engagement, they will restrict your account and potentially shut it down, which the people you're paying to automate it don't care about, but yeah. you might, right? So you might. Yeah. Oh, it just drives me nuts. But yeah, you PVC, right? Personalized value 
call to action. So if you're reaching out to someone, take five minutes, look at their profile, see if there's something that you have a solution to, but don't sell, right? It's like, oh, I noticed that you're a sales leader. If your folks are having a hard time filling pipeline, we've got this great blog post, video, webinar, whatever, that might help you. Let me know if you've got any questions, you know, and that's it, right? There was my P, my V and my C. Yeah. And I might do that in a video or I just throw the links in underneath, or I might do it in an audio and throw the links in underneath, but that's going to humanize me and it's going to differentiate me from all the spam out there. I love that. It's something that will help you kind of stand out from a sea of spam. It's happening across all the social media platforms. All the socials, so yeah. How can you look at my ex oh. or Twitter or whatever it is, and DMs anymore. I have it for years and I have it for years. Yeah, it stinks because the DMs yeah. are, are really... Uh, Where the magic is. A, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you said magic because I was going to say the DMs really are a magical place. And then I was like, does yeah. that sound dumb? But I'm glad you said it's the magic. So. No, no, because it is. Like, I was like, it's, it's, it's a great it spot. Is. I've made great be. friends. I've made great connections. Yep. I've helped. I, I mean, I've gotten people on my podcast from it. So let's bring the magic back to yeah. the DM people and stop with the spams. And let's just try to connect yeah. on a human to human basis because yeah. in a world full of AI, it, that's where the magic can happen. Absolutely. Um, so speaking of AI, if I wanted, which I did during this podcast interview, because it sounded amazing, if I wanted to sign up again for your ebook, how yeah. do I go ahead and do that? Probably the easiest thing to do is like literally just Google Vengresso, V-E-N-G-R-E-S-O, LinkedIn and ChatGPT, or put in my name, V-I-V-E-K-A, LinkedIn, ChatGPT, or reach out to me on LinkedIn and I'd be more than happy to pop it in there. You know what I'll do is I'll pull it back up into my featured section. So it's the first thing y'all see. Yeah, yeah you but, should connect with Viv on LinkedIn. Yeah, you anyway. should connect so, with me on LinkedIn. Yeah. Final piece of advice, always, please, always customize your invitation to connect. If you reached out to me on mobile and you're like, oh no, I already sent the invitation. You can go back into the more section or the three dots section on my profile and customize a message to me. So just say, I listened to you on Katie's show. I accidentally sent an invitation to connect without customizing it. <laughs> but that way, because I, I do, I have 30,000 connections. And a lot of them are spam. And a lot of them are spam. And I'm, yep. you know, unless I know you know me, I'm not going to yep. connect. Just say, yeah, I heard you on Katie. And then I'm more than happy to share the ebook with you too. Amazing. We'll be sure to include a link to, to Vivica's LinkedIn profile here in the show notes. Get that ebook because it's going to be a game changer if you're time and time oh, is yeah. so valuable. Yeah. And how can you yeah. optimize these platforms and really use LinkedIn to all of its capabilities yeah. uh, so you can get more business and more connection. This is a yeah. great tool for that. Vivica, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It is always a pleasure to talk with you. One of these days, we will hit the slopes together. We're going to hit the slopes together. And, uh, I know. It sounds amazing. Well, you, me, and Andrea Ball, she lives in Colorado, too. We keep saying that we're going to go skiing together. We never do. So one of these days, we will and get we'll get And we'll get Sue up here, too. Oh. Well, I'll stay at your condo. Oh my God, that's amazing. Sounds perfect to me. <laughs> All right, well, thank you again so much for joining me on Rocky Mountain Marketing. It has been a pleasure having you. Great talking, great being here. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. Make sure to subscribe so that you can continue navigating the world of entrepreneurship. And I'd love to hear from you. Please leave the show a review and connect with me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at I am Katie Brinkley or connect with me on LinkedIn. And if you're ready to start making some sales on social media, be sure to grab my free guide to selling in the DMs without being spammy. You can get that at katiebrinkley.com. 
Let's keep taking your marketing to all new heights.